Welcome to the Empowered Homes podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to be a resource to connect church and home by growing strong families. Hey, I'm Bobby. And I'm Maggie. This is the Empowered Homes podcast. Today's episode is super special. Maggie, what are we doing? Today we are talking about Easter. So I gathered some of my favorite moms um, together and we're talking about some normal Easter traditions, how they're going to look different, and um, just some ways that we're processing through uh, a different Easter this year. Yeah, it's a, a different Easter and, and these moms are incredible. And as the kids say, what they have to share is absolute fire. It is awesome, right? Is that what the kids say? These it is. Days? I wish we could do like the fire emoji right now. Fire emoji. <laughs> Uh, no, it's so good. Um, just their wisdom and discernment of, you know, slowing down in this season. And uh, just because everything else is canceled, you can't cancel Easter. It's just mm-hmm. so good. So I'm excited. Uh, if you want more information about Easter resources or this podcast or anything, where could they find that, Maggie? Empoweredhomes.org. Okay, so today on the podcast, we got a special episode um, we've got some mothers in the house, moms from all uh, different life stages with kids at different ages, and um, we're talking Easter. What's up, Maggie? Hey, it's good to see you. Good to see you. Virtually, because that's how we do things now. I know. We, we're <laughs> excited. You know, this is for all of us in the virtual room. Uh, this is a brand new, never done before Easter. And so we just wanted to talk about it. That's right. Yeah. So we um, are all looking at Easter looking different right now. And so we just thought we would um, gather some people together and talk through, you know, what does Easter normally look like? What are some things that we're having to give up in this season temporarily? Um, and what are we excited for? Like, how are we, how is it going to look this year? And why are we excited for that? All right, so we're just going to have you guys go around, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your family, um, and then we'll jump into a conversation about Easter. Okay, I'll go because I'm the oldest. So I'm Leslie, and um, my kids are 20 and 23. My 23-year-old has been married um, almost two years, and they live in Louisiana. And so, um, yeah, Texas won't let them in. So they will not be coming home for Easter. So that's me. Okay, I'm Laura and I have uh, three girls and they are 12, 10, and seven. So um, we have junior high and elementary just out of preschool. So that's us. They're all with me all day. (laughs) How fun. They're always let in. (laughs) Always let in. (laughs) All right, Kelly, let's hear from you. So I'm Kelly, and I have twin nine-year-olds, a boy and a girl. And then our youngest daughter is five. So she's in pre-K, and then the twins are in third grade. And I'm Jessie, and I have two boys who are 11 and 8, and a little girl who is... Four, almost at three. She's four. 
<laughs> she probably would have corrected you on that one. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's um, talk about what would Easter normally look like for you guys? What are some traditions that your family holds to each year? We normally, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Leslie. We usually have a big dinner. My dad comes over, my brother and his wife, Meredith and Tanner come home, and we do um, we do a confetti egg bore. I already have my confetti eggs. So um, we have like eight dozen confetti eggs, and we beat each other up with them, and that is by far our favorite thing to do. That's awesome. And good that. dinner and just hang out and spend Easter together in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How about you guys, Jesse? We, um, my in-laws live close, so we normally go there for an Easter egg hunt with JP's sister and her family. Um, and then we normally do an Easter egg hunt with our community group as well. And then oh, Easter Sunday is normally slower since we're in the church world, but we normally do a lunch as a family in an Easter egg hunt. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, what will, you guys be doing for Easter this year? I'm hogging it, y'all. <laughs> no one jump on that. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know for for us, we normally one of our favorite things is the journey to the cross that um, that our church that Kingsland provides, and um, it's just we've made some really good memories, and so we are really excited that there's an at home version of that. Mm -hmm. um, and you can find that on Empowered Homes. But we, um, we've we looked through it. It's so simple. We actually have all of the items on the list. So I'm like, yay. Um, awesome. But our, our tradition is usually we go to my in-laws. Um, they have like 65 acres in the country. So all the cousins do this massive egg hunt, not on all 65 acres, but you know. On that would be so intense. <laughs> wow. Um, but we do that and we grill and have a big family kickball game and ride four wheelers. And so we, we're going to miss that this year, but, um, we, plan, we have plans to FaceTime and, um, we are going to have a big meal that I'm not cooking. Someone else will be grilling it or whatever, preparing it. And so, um, I am looking forward to that because I feel like it's a way to help, um, you know, some local restaurants. Mm -hmm. we, we, we haven't quite decided on where we've, um, we have a family vote on, you know, what we're going to eat, but we'll That's have a big fun. Eat on Sunday. Yeah. That's okay. awesome. That's fun. And I love that you're doing something local too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really good. And Laura, can... how... I was going to say, Laura, how about you? <laughs> um, I was going to say, we've been doing the, um, the Holy Week devotions this week too, which have been really good. And it's just been um, really taking hold of it and making it um, not rushed. Like, you know, in the past, sometimes during Holy Week, it's been like, okay, we have soccer practice. Let's go run and do that. And we'll fit this devotion in really quick. And now it's actually been able to sit down and have good conversations and, you know, really talk about it during um, dinner time. That's when we've been sitting down to really talk about it and everything. So it's led to good conversations that we've had this year. So that's been really good. Okay. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. So Leslie, what are some of the traditions that you guys are having to adjust this year? Well, my dad can't come over because he is um, in his 80s and he's quarantined. So he is all alone in his little apartment mm -hmm. in the senior adult place. 
So, but he has a patio, so we will um, take him an Easter basket and um, I'll make it today and put it in a garbage bag so that it will be germ free by Sunday and I can drop it on his porch and I can wave to him through the sliding glass door. So we're planning to do that. I've been told um, from Louisiana that we are to save the confetti eggs. So we are going to just wait until this is all over and then we'll have a post Easter dinner confetti egg war. Yeah. Um, I got my ham from the grocery store the other day. So we'll have ham and something that I can find, <laughs> whatever else I can find in the freezer. And it's been interesting meals around here. And so what is gonna be nice, and this is gonna maybe sound bad, but since I work at church, um, Easter is really busy for me. So Friday night is Journey to the Cross, and then there's Saturday worship services and, and Sunday worship services. Mm -hmm. And so I'm usually pre-wiped by the time I get to Sunday afternoon. So it's gonna be kind of relaxed for me. So mm -hmm. um, I'm looking forward to just getting to spend that time um, with my family, mm -hmm. with the two that are in my house, just those two. But I like those two. So that's <laughs> good. Yeah. Sounds like you guys are being super intentional with this time. Um, you know, I think you, I keep going back to the phrase, you know, what are they going to remember? Well, like, what are my kids going to remember from all of this? And especially going through Holy Week, cause my, I guess all of our prayers is they'll never have to experience anything like this again. And so what will they remember and how do we keep this super intentional? Um, Kelly, you mentioned journey to the cross. We're, we're actually talking to neighbors to see if we can have stations at different houses where we all start at the same time and kind of go around the neighborhood, ride bikes, slash get energy out because our kids are crazy. <laughs> That's um, fun. I like so, that idea. That's a really cool idea, Bobby. So we're we're working it out. Some some yeah, it's there's some logistics there, but I think it's <laughs> super fun. But yeah, just right. being intentional is is awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesse, um, what are some things that you guys are adjusting this year? We, um, JP's parents dropped off Easter baskets, similar to what Leslie's doing with her dad. But the kids um, all ran to the window by the door and waved at them and talked to them for a minute. And then we let them sit for a little while. And then when the kids opened them, um, JP FaceTimed with his parents. Oh, so that's they sweet. Opening everything and stuff like that. So hmm. a little hard of Easter together. We'll probably FaceTime on Easter as well with both sets of grandparents when we Easter egg hunt and stuff like that as well. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so we normally, I, I work at church too. And so yeah, Easter is a pretty busy weekend overall. Um, but we are doing drive-in church. So I get to go hang out at that, which I'm excited about. Um, and really excited to see how that all works. And I think that that's been one of the, you know, I, I don't want to say that this is a fun time, like, because it's tough and there are people suffering. Absolutely. But I've loved seeing the creativity of um, how we're still figuring out ways to feel community, to feel together while still being safe and making wise decisions. Um, and so it sounds like that sort of encompasses, you know, all of the things that you guys just mentioned of um, being purposeful with 
time together with the people you're able to be at, be with. So like your immediate family and, and then FaceTiming people and, you know, being purposeful and dropping off stuff and thinking mm -hmm. through logistics with that. Um, has, how have you guys had to grieve some of the traditions or just sort of like, um, maybe grieve is a little bit too strong of a word, but um, process some of the things that we're losing in this season while still like looking ahead to good things that are coming. Yeah, before y'all start, I'll, I'll mention, you know, I'm, I'm the only guy in here. So speaking from what I see in my wife, uh, you know, getting the outfits and just, yeah. she takes so much just time and energy to make Easter special with the baskets and stuff. I've, I've really had to help her kind of grieve through this and let her know that it's okay. Um, that's been hard for me to, to see, um, you know, just in the, in the middle of this, but just so stinging proud of, of her resolve and, you know, adjustments and trying to make a best of, of the situation. So that's a, you know, from the outside looking in, I'd be super curious to hear what you have to say so I can help my wife through this is what I'm getting at. I, I struggle a lot with the outfits because I um, spend way too much time searching for the perfect everything for every child. Yes. I don't really care about myself and my clothes, but um, for theirs, but I think it's been a little freeing because I can be so consumed with it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's taken it away from me. And I feel like another way that I've kind of grieved, I love just, you all know, parties and planning and stuff like that. And I've tried to be intentional. I sat down with our kids yesterday. I did plan what we're going to have for, on Easter, but I asked them like, what are some ways you would like to help me in the kitchen if each one of y'all can because normally it's a crazy week. So I love having the Easter lunch, but the time to do it, I don't want kids in the kitchen with me normally. Right. <laughs> now with more time, I'm like, how, like, what can you do in the kitchen? So it's kind of like stepping back and making myself realize it's not, things aren't as important as I let them be. Their Easter baskets are way more simple this year because mm -hmm. we go overboard in a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. And, um, I would tell you all the time that we tell our kids that the reason for Easter is um, our Savior is risen and alive, but I can put a lot of time into those things that aren't important. So I think it's making it more evident to our kids this year. Mm -hmm. wow. That's good. That's so good, Jesse. Mm -hmm. Well, I was grieving that Meredith and Tanner are not coming home. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was bothering me, but I thought it'll be okay because I'll just mail them their Easter basket. And then I thought about that and I thought, I can't do that. I can't go out, and, you know, in good conscience, go out and get all that stuff and then go to the post office. And it just seemed trivial in the light of everything that's going on. So Maggie hooked me up with this um, mail thing where I mailed them each this readable. Piece. Yeah, that's been really readable. cool. And they called when they were opening them, so they got those in the mail. Sweet. So that was just a little, just needed them to know that I'm still thinking about them, even though they don't get an Easter basket. Because mm -hmm. even when your kids are married and, and old, you still give them Easter baskets. Yeah. At least if you're you do. And I know you people, I know you would do. <laughs> Laura, how about you? I was just going to say, I think the biggest component that I guess that we're missing is, is just the family being able to have 
the cousins and the grandparents and, you know, just everybody come together and it's just a time to reconnect and just enjoy and celebrate together. And you can still do it over Zoom, but it's just not the same as, you know, being near, like yesterday, Georgia, my oldest went and uh, surprised a friend for her birthday and they set, you know, a good 12 feet apart and talked for like an hour while I, while I was in the car waiting. But, um, you know, but I was just like, well, you can call her on the phone and it's just not the same. And yeah, so I think that's been the biggest thing. Like, you know, we're still doing a lot of the traditions that we do and everything, but just with these four people that are in the house all the time, five people, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's our case too. We, um, we're gonna miss being with cousins. And um, I, I think, so we've been, our oldest are nine. I think like in the last 10 years, we've never been at our home for Easter. So that's kind of new. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I don't know if it's something I'm grieving, but early on, I was starting to feel the pressure of like, I have to make this meaningful. It is all on me. And just, um, and then I realized like, it's not Easter's going to come and Easter is Easter because of what God has done. It's not anything I have to make happen or I don't even have to make it meaningful. It already is meaningful and we're just celebrating that. And so, um, I think I have just seen my children interact in a new way because that we are all together under one roof. Like I'm watching the nine-year-olds talk to the five-year-olds because, you know, they, they both have accepted Christ, older ones have. And, um, you know, the younger one who's five, she, she ha she's getting to that place. And so it's just kind of neat to see that happening that, and it's, it's only because we're all here together mm -hmm. and we're sitting down to do a family devotion, all five of us, every single day. Um, and so it's different, but it's also, there's been a lot of hidden gifts that I, I'm starting to, to notice. Mm -hmm. Kelly, I loved what you said about, we don't have to make this meaningful. Like it's already meaningful. We get to celebrate mm -hmm. and just the, the freedom that's in that sentence. Like this should be a fun, celebratory, exciting Sunday because of what Jesus did. Like we right. get to party because of what Jesus did. And so that's like where the joy comes from. I love that. Hmm. All right, let's wrap up this episode um, by closing with our last question. We're, I want each of you to answer, what's one thing you would encourage a family to do today to prepare their hearts for Easter? So that might be something specifically for a mom, um, to prepare her heart for Easter or something that they can do as a family together. It's going. Leslie, go ahead. All right, I'm on it. So um, I think the most important thing any Easter to do is to just prepare your heart. And um, it's so easy. Easter just kind of happens um, randomly every year. Mm -hmm. It sneaks up on us. And this year it's not, we have all this time. And so to spend time doing a devotional every day, reading the, the gospels leading up to, from Palm Sunday um, to the crucifixion and resurrection is huge. So we, um, at my house, since, you know, I'm in children's ministry, my family always has to do what the children are doing. <laughs> my 20 year old yesterday, as I handed him the Play-Doh and said, here, you have to make a heart while we read this. 
and my husband and him both sat down, made their plate of hearts. And he goes, mom, this is for the children. And I go, you are my children. <laughs> and he goes, but I'm an adult. And I go, yes, I get that. But make a plate of heart because you will forever <laughs> be my child. And so do it. And so um, it was just good, good time to sit down and focus um, mm -hmm. on the events leading up to Easter and to get our hearts ready. I'll, I'll echo that. You know, I was thinking of how do we prepare our hearts and the the song I've probably read every day um, since the beginning of this mess, just to try to calm my anxiety, help my wife, her anxiety, Psalm 16. I won't read the whole thing, but it says, um, verse two, I said to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have nothing good beside you. And so if everything's stripped away, what do we have? We have good father that loves us and so for me and preparing my heart for easter that just thinking and meditating and spending my time and my heart on exactly what he did for me and so mm. i i can't teach my kids that if my heart's not resting and knowing that if everything's stripped away mm. I, I still have my god and so I, as a parent that's been m my mantra of trying to get that heart ready for Easter, even in the middle of an anxious time. So that's, that's good, Leslie. And I think I'd also just say, you know, during this time, and I know we've talked about this other times, but just to remember, focus on what you are doing and what you can do hmm. rather than what you're missing. So, that's you good. know, you set the tone for your house. So if you're just like, oh, we can't do this. Oh, we can't do that this year. Just put it in a more positive tone. Look let's go do this. We can do this. We, you know, so I just think just to remember as you're celebrating to focus on the positives and the things that you can do rather than all the things that you're missing this year. That's, That's good. really, really wise. Really good. Yeah. And I think, you know, from the very beginning when everything one by one, things started getting canceled. I remember sitting one morning and just being like, everything's canceled. And um, just remembering that yeah, but God's word is never canceled and um, Easter cannot be canceled. We may um, be celebrating it in a different way and adjusting, but um, nothing can cancel Easter mm -hmm. because it's already happened. And we, we, um, we just get to um, acknowledge that every year. And so I, I think for me, I've been just reminding myself to focus on that and not to miss the miracle and not get so wrapped up in what I'm doing, um, but just in being present and reflecting on this, ama it's, it's amazing that in, in our time where everything's getting canceled, um, Easter can't be canceled. Wow. That's good. That'll preach. <laughs> I think I would say, um, during this time, I obviously, I shared earlier, I can struggle with control over things. So I'm um, just letting go of expectations and like being intentional with our time because I could still be all busy this week preparing for Easter. Mm -hmm. um, so just like reminding myself to like have fun with my kids as we're doing stuff um, and to let go of what I see as like an ideal Easter lunch or Easter egg hunt or all the little things I can do but to be present with my kids and enjoy it. That's so mm -hmm. good. That's really so good. good. Well, you guys are some of my favorite moms. So thanks for coming together and talking about 
um, how Easter is going to look this year um, and being real and being honest and um, for just giving us a lot of wisdom to chew on over the next few days. Um, I really appreciate all of you and I hope you all have a happy Easter. Happy Happy Easter. Easter. (laughs) Appreciate you guys. If anybody's listening and they want more information about Easter resources that we mentioned, you can find all of that on empoweredhomes.org. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Empowered Homes podcast. For more content and information to connect church and home, please visit empoweredhomes.org.